I'm Tevin Jojo. And I'm James Edward. That's me. And uh, you're listening to Fierce Awesome Gays. Yeah, that's right. We're back. We're back with a vengeance. With yeah. uh, fierceness. With fierce, fierce, With, uh, with fierce thirst. awesomeness. <laughs> yeah. What a gay uh, squad. Number two. Episode number two. I'm excited. Well, no dilly-dallying. I don't want to waste any time. How about we get into just talking about what you're about to do in the next coming months? Because I want yes. to hear about your travel plans and your plans to see Japanese Katy Perry, apparently. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Katy Perry Perry. Um, Yari Perry Perry. (laughs) I was on Facebook today, or Instagram, something, maybe some kind of social media. I honestly don't remember, because they're all the same now. But, um, and I saw an ad for Carrie Pommy Pommy's new uh, world tour. Uh... She's going to go to, like, a place in Japan, a place in Spain, and, like, two locations in America. And it just so happens that I was already going to go to this little festival where uh, management is uh, MGMT, or headlining. Oh, the and management. Gonna... Management? Hmm? Well, yeah. The MGMT. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to see them uh over where uh james is located <laughs> uh oh over here in, in california. california in southern california this is a uh, california girl west side kind of flavors out here yeah <laughs> and so that was uh happening i was already going to that i was already like booking tickets and stuff i already bought the ticket for that festival and then i saw the ad for this and for some reason my mind didn't make a connection that it was like in the same month and same time frame that I'm gonna be going over there until like I spoke with my sister and then she was like, Oh, that's around the time that you're gonna go over there. And I was like, Wait, you're right, it is. And I got really excited and I in- like almost instantly bought it. I bought it as fast as you could because I didn't want to on like it, it while it was hot. Exactly. You have to impulse buy that shit, honestly. So then you're gonna I'm talk gonna yourself s- out of not doing it. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to go see Kiori Pamu Pamu. And um, honestly, like, if she had like a date in America uh, for her tour, I was going to go find a way to see her anyways. Because she is like, I think people have like those things where uh, they have artists that they need to see before they die. And I don't know if Kiari is going to do another tour after this i don't you know i always feel so scared with like these Wait, japanese acts do you think that you think kiari san is gonna retire call or it quits um i feel like she's done well enough in her career that she can do that and she might do it soon i feel like uh there's this other japanese band that i want to see called perfume i think uh you you might know about them a little bit james but I know it's perfume. like perfume yeah, uh, and I wanted to see them so bad, and they're getting a little older, so, like, I'm afraid that they're gonna call it quits as well. The thing is, like, they're really artsy, so they need to have, like, a really nice stage to perform on. Um, so, like, right now, they're only doing um, events at, like, this art place in Spain, and that's, like, what they're doing right now, so I'm never gonna see them. That being said, 
Uh, I'm really excited to see Carrie Pommy Pommy, one of my uh, life dreams. Uh, I think everyone's inspiration in America for like just like the kawaii culture. Uh, and I got VIP tickets, so like I'm gonna meet her. I'm gonna say hi to her. She's gonna have to hear my voice and see my face. And um, I don't know. I'm probably gonna say something like, and you know when yeah, when you say something she doesn't understand, she's gonna be like, ah, at the bonk. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I I do wonder how that's gonna go. If there's gonna be like, she's gonna have a translator. She's maybe, gonna be like Sugoi. Sugoi desine. Um, it's know. just gonna be like at Coachella when she was trying to. I don't know, but have you ever heard? A woman with her kind of voice, like, ever try and hype up a crowd? Because, like, it doesn't it really was, work. It was, right? <laughs> it, yeah, no, it was so funny because, like, it reminded me of, like, when you use, like, anime samples, you know, over, like, EDM drops or some shit. Because, like, mm. she would, like, hype it up and she'd be like, she'd be like, all right, everybody dance! And, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah, you go, auntie. Uh, I mean, uh, I love that for her. Uh, She's the Tokyo party aunt. I don't know what that's going to like. Especially at like Coachella, that wouldn't have worked. But this is like her own little thing. So it's going to be full of, uh, you know, pink. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's cool because <laughs> like at Coachella, like I was watching footage of it. And it was just her on the stage with like a cool like screen effects backdrop thing happening and Mm -hmm. uh that was it though but i noticed that for like other uh, shows where it's just her you know like she had like dancers and like sets like little kirby forests and shit in the background unfortunately for this one i think it just might be a screen as well, because, like, the stage is not... I already peeped the venue. I always have to peep the venue. So I don't think it's going to be anything, like, too crazy. I have seen those performances online that you're talking about. Where she has just, like, a shit ton of production. But this is yeah. definitely not going to be that. It's Especially all, it for all the money. It all depends on the budget. Yeah. The money I'm paying, like... Uh, I don't think I mentioned this. It was like kind of cheap. It was only like a hundred and twenty something dollars to get like a VIP. For VIP, oh god. General, it was yeah. general entrance, but like if I wanted balcony, for some reason they didn't package VIP with the balcony. Um, I also consulted my brother, and he said that you pro. I'm probably not gonna want the the balcony if I want to be like in front. Like in her face, I'm gonna need to be on the standing standing floor. Like I want to see her like in my face, so uh, I might uh, you know have to get there as early as possible and then pay for like early line access, which again is only like twenty dollars. So you have to go cute. You, know. you have to like get some like I don't know like what color is your hair gonna be? Blue, black, and blue. Okay, you need to get some, like, glittery blue eyeshadow and just put a little bit just above your eye. I'm gonna uh, go like, cute. You know. I'm gonna put yeah. stars, you know, stickers, yes. something. Get some something rhinestone sticker gems to, like, put <laughs> your cheeks. You know what I have that's, like, kind of, like, kawaii, but quite unfortunately also Disney? 
Oh, oh, what? Uh, but it fits her theme and the theme, so I'm probably gonna wear those. Is, is like it? a Mike Sully, like from Monsters Inc., like a headband that is like blue and purple fur and with like little purple horns. Fashion monster. Oh my god. I gave myself psychic damage. Do you know that that song is a 10 years old? Yes, it is. And I remember because when it came out, uh, well, I heard, I, I, I first encountered her album. Like, I forget what it's called, but like, uh, it's the one where she's holding like a puppet, like monster puppet of herself. And it has Invader mm-hmm. Invader on it. Um, and Fashion Monster and Kimini 100%. And I think Ice Cream. But anyway. I found out that album because of uh, the melon guy, Anthony Fantano, was talking about uh, it. him. And I, I distinctly remember that's when I lived in my parents' garage. And when I had my first car, that was deadass 2013. Yikes! That's scary. Jeez. I hate that. I You know <laughs> what's been weird is just, like, having memories, full memories of, like like life before these like media things or seeing these media things like their first before developments TikTok. of it and then like it just like now it's like oh that was 10 years ago that whole thing that you remember its entirety like like life the lifespan of this thing you remember that like that was 10 years ago oh yeah to think that a lot <laughs> of the things that i liked then and they were old now they're even older yeah (laughs) yep yep yeah that's pretty much how she rolls you know i know her i know her very well mother time (laughs) mother Mother time time. it's time to talk about some mothers who's mothering who's mothering well who's mothering wrong let's go you know who's Who's mothering wrong who's mothering wrong Haley bieber Oh no, that's dumb little sistering. She's literally yeah, dumb brat yeah. sistering. But who's extra mothering right now is Selena Gomez, especially. Oh yeah, she is giving mother. She's giving, she's giving auntie mother acclaimed. like soft. Yeah, she pushes the the stroller so gently. Latina sure like, auntie, like cool Latina. Latina aunt. She makes me feel at home when I look yeah. at her. Yeah, you could go to her if you're in trouble. Yeah, you could she tell won't her judge that you. you. Yeah, yeah, you could tell her why your mom screamed at you and you like are not <laughs> at home right now. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, <laughs> oh I know your God. mom's a bitch, so like it's okay, but you have to go back. <laughs> you have to go back. No, you can't stay here. You have to go back tonight. Okay, but tell me how. <laughs> Thing goes <laughs> we oh, all okay. have one of those right but anyway yeah selena selena's mother so, selena so is what mother. did she say what did she say something about selena gomez and this relates mm-hmm. to Haley beaver how okay well it all kind of started well this has kind of been developing and now like fans have been kind of the the story has turned a corner with this latest development but it started uh, pretty much with, uh, I don't know all the little details, but it started with, uh, basically Haley Bieber and, uh, 
Kendall Jenner making fun of or seemingly making fun of Selena Gomez on social media. Wait, what? And yeah. is this like real or what makes people think that? Well, it's like little things where okay, like they would post something that's very like uh so like Selena's gained a little bit of weight. She still looks great. You know, like I said, she's giving auntie vibes right now. But her natural body... She's not, like, 19 anymore, you know? She's not the way that we remember her in Spring Breakers. And... uh, Which was also 10 years ago. They posted this kind of TikTok trend that was, like... The audio in the TikTok was basically just being like, I'm not saying such and such, but she deserves it. And so people thought that was about Selena Gomez. And then Selena Gomez posted something about over-laminating her eyebrows. And I think that's when, like, you glue down your eyebrows in a certain way. Um, it's, like, a fashion trend right now where they just, like, big, big bushy eyebrows. And, oh, I think I know yeah. what you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's kind yeah. of on its way out. Yeah, it is kind of because, like, I think we're at the peak that... And so very soon after, uh, uh, Haley Bieber posted like a screenshot of uh, her FaceTiming with uh, Kendall Jenner and like both having extreme close-ups of their eyebrows and nothing else, just that, no context. That's the issue with a lot of these things is that there's no further context where it's like, oh, we posted this because of this this XYZ. And then we posted this because, you know, it's just a trend. Uh, there's just no context. So people assume that they're full on pu- publicly bullying Selena Gomez. There's like a whole celebrity cold <clears throat> war. Yeah. Now, here is where this story takes a twist. Oh, okay. Uh, and this has kind of been known <laughs> I thought that here was and it. there. No, the twist is here. No. People think, and this has kind of existed before this, but it's kind of brought this to light of why they're mean girling Selena Gomez. It's because she is, uh, Haley Bieber is kind of jealous slash obsessed with Selena Gomez. <gasps> Because, or in love with her. Uh, But why? There's a lot of coincidental evidence. So this is all rumors, this is all hearsay, nothing is like confirmed, correct? But there are a lot of coincidences and like here's some of them, right? One, first of all, stealing her man. Um, Who did what? Well, like Hailey Bieber. Hailey Bieber did what? She stole Justin Bieber. From Selena? Well, they weren't dating, but they got married. Mm. And obviously, you know, wouldn't you feel some kind of way? (laughs) You wouldn't want to be friends with that person or like see them on social media. Like the person that full on married your ex, right? Wait, Um, so who the hell is Hailey Bieber? Like, who is this girl? Is she um, not Miley Cyrus's little sister? No. No. 
I thought no. that was okay. What does Haley Bieber do? She's Haley Bieber is from the Baldwin family. Wait, she's like from one of those families. Like, you know what I okay. mean? Okay. Yeah. Nothing the actor else really. Just that, and that's the other issue. That's people. That's why people think she's so jealous of Selena Gomez because Selena Gomez. Selena's talented. She's, she's been Latina. an actress. She's a singer. She has, I believe, she has Grammys here and there. Yeah. Um. She recently was in like a really critically acclaimed show with like old white actors. I don't know their names. You know what I'm talking about. You might have seen ads. Um. Something. Something, something, where it's Elena Gomez and a bunch of old white people. <laughs> Maybe um, I have seen it, but I didn't register that it was her. Maybe I was just, I just saw it and I was like, oh, that's Mother. It was definitely in like her thickness era. Uh, so it definitely is uh, kind of that vibe. More mm. mature Selena, definitely. Um, I like that. I like that. So there's more like many more coincidences just like uh okay uh selena has a tattoo of a g behind her left ear and it's for like her little sister gracie i believe and um hayley bieber also has that same tattoo for no real reason like there's no like concrete reason why she has that um, there's just, uh, there are more reasons. I'm trying to remember the rest of them. That's just, like, one of them. There's plenty of, like, interviews and things. There's, like, footage of, like, how, like, set up Haley's and, uh, Haley's, uh, marriage feels a little weird and icky. It was almost like they pushed her upon him because like he was they were both like good christian children at the times and Mm -hmm. uh so it was just kind of like easy for her to get in with like bieber i don't remember any other evidence but believe me it's out there there's like a bunch of tweets of like her being like i like you know really old tweets just of her being like, I love Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, from like, you know, years and years ago. So it's just a really weird look. Twitter has like compared her to just, uh, hey, you know that? You ever watch, <laughs> you ever watch Fairly Odd Parents? Oh, did I? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you remember the the two like popular girls, and then how the blonde girl was, was like so lesbians for Trixie Tang for Trixie yeah. Tang. So people are comparing. There was an edit. There was like <laughs> Haley Bieber. Oh, right now. is like fucking Selena is Trixie and the yeah. white girl the, is Haley? That's so funny. I see it though. I want yeah. that to be real. I think it is real. I mean, there's just so much evidence. I choose I, to believe like, it. The gossip channels are going wild right now. It's an ongoing situation. Uh, also, a like situation girls, like it's it really <laughs> is. Um, I Selena has been liking some of these TikTok videos that I've been saying talking about 
full on commenting on on them just well not too much just being like yes honestly that is the shadiest thing a pop girly can do is to like things you know because it's Uh, so like wide-eyed like yes (laughs) it's very direct at the same time very vague it is cryptic you know who else i feel like people are really jealous of right now who for being she's giving mother more mother than ever the fullness of her face uh but and she's being clowned on for all the wrong reasons is lana del rey elizabeth elizabeth have you you heard the new song a and w i i did but not to my own accord my boyfriend uh he played it he forced you he sat you down in shackles. I was I was driving, and therefore I don't like uh, to like when I'm driving. I stare at the fucking road like a man, and I don't. You can look escape. at my phone or anything. Yeah, yeah. So like, he well, that's it. good. I drive like a 15 year old girl. Oh my god, you're like <laughs> hitting your vape. You're sipping on your boba tea. You're looking at yeah. Spotify. I drive very playlist. well. Which is why I feel like I could do it, but, like, I feel like I'm going to die one day doing that. <laughs> While that I Want to Be a Bimbo Doll song blasts. Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, no, he played A&W, the new Lizzie Grant song, and I I didn't have anything to say about it. You know, like, it just sounded like a lot of song. And Did then it... it gets towards the end, and it, like, transitions into, like, this full-on, like, like a weird, like, just this percussion loop started happening. Like, this weird, like, rhythm loop. And then, like, then she starts talking about Chimmy, Chimmy, Cocoa Puffs, Chimmy wanna get high. Mm-hmm. Chimmy only liked me when he wanted to get high. Something like that. Like, and I was just thinking, like, is this what she normally does? Is this just an element that I missed out? Because you know me, I'm not like a huge Lana person. The so like, I was just no. like, is this just something? Is that are are people hearing the incongruency that I'm hearing? Um, <laughs> it. I mean, some of her songs have stuff like that, but like not like that. It sounds like unreleased stuff. You know what I mean? Like it sounded like demo. Products. Yeah, yeah, like a demo. He's like, Chimmy, Chimmy, Cocoa Puff, Chimmy, Chimmy, Rye. Chimmy, only wanna fuck my pussy when I'm high, or something like that. If I was in the studio, I would have been like, one more time. Can we get that one more time? Can we, uh. Yeah, no, but I think she's got enough clout to just be like, no, this is what I want. That's what she wanted, you know? That's. Look at her. Yeah. She's mother right now. She's not. She's not Vixen. She's mother. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like things, like, it's been a little rough for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like only now we're all trying to come out of our comas of the last, like, four shitty years. And I think we're seeing that everywhere, you know? I think we're seeing that particularly with pop stars. I see, (laughs) I don't know what I see in Lana Del Rey. I don't know if I see anything. Is anything left there? What do you mean? She'll be fine. She's mother. 
Yeah, she's, she's got mother. kids now, okay? Yeah, yeah. She has... Yeah, I mean... All she needs to really do excuse. is just not piss everyone off like she did a couple years ago. Like, as long as she doesn't post another uh, question for the culture, like, yeah. then all she has to do is cater to her fans and she's good, you know? <laughs> she it. needs to start a Twitch stream. <laughs> She does. She needs to. She needs to comment on sociopolitical conflicts now. Honestly, she needs to answer whether she would like a gay son or a thought daughter. Mm-hmm. And I feel like her fan bases are both of those. Yeah, I mean that's her only fan base. Those two people. God bless them. And if you don't think, if you like Lana Dray and you don't think you're part of one of those two, you need to, you need to look at things in your life again. You need to do some soul searching. Soul searching. Like think about what it is you want out of life, and figure out whether or not you're concrete in your opinions of Lana Del Rey. Hmm. I think anyone that liked any Lana Del Rey in any format for any amount of time needs to relook at themselves about, you know, every two to three months. <laughs> and like, what do you want out of her? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you know, <clears throat> I will say, I do think that like the one time that I was just like, I, I I'm not going to listen to this, but it's, I see the appeal is like her ultraviolence or ultraviolet mm-hmm. ultraviolence mm-hmm. era like that the, when she was doing the whole like black and white kind I of thing I think that might have been it. the last time I listened to Lana Del Rey in a real way uh, after <laughs> unironically that, unironically yeah after that what did she cut like chemtrails over the what are you talking about there was like three albums in between that she oh, did uh she did that one that was called like uh Norman fucking Rockwell or something. Yeah, I didn't listen to those. <laughs> There's also those Blue are, Bannisters or something. Those were like I don't not know. that wasn't it wasn't happening for That was her those. like World War One era postcard look. Things are getting a little dangerous. <laughs> she moved on from like older like the men that she started dating got older and like more with like less money. <laughs> so like she went from like dating sort of like youthful older men to like 50, like 40 older president vibe. <laughs> and then like 50 bar- biker dudes to like uh, veterans. And now, no, didn't she go out with the singer from Salem? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean like the vibe of her, her like dog dick era. That was like it, when she was in her like trash, pull him out of the trash masculinity era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she's reset it. Now she's kind of on her like Maury vibe. Well, she dated a cop. Well, she also dated a felon now, so. You know what? Lana <laughs> Del Rey just out? likes bad guys. It's fine. Of all types. Bad guys and, have you know, ev- yeah, I get that. every flavor. She doesn't discriminate. 
See, Gason and Thought Daughter would like that. That's why her fans are who they are. Yeah, damaged. <laughs> Did you see that Charlie XCX, what she tweeted, like, a couple days ago? Uh, no, what exactly? She was like, don't, f- like, just vague posts, like, out of context, no reason. She was like, don't fucking act like you're cool with me. Don't say hello to me at parties, because I know the shit that you're saying about me behind the scenes. I know it, honey, or whatever, winky face, something like that. And people were just like, <laughs> oh. they're I like, wonder who oh, that is. I wonder who that's for. Oh, and then did you know that like this, there's another like celebrity cold war happening. Like, I don't know if it's even real or if it's just something the fans are doing, but, uh, I'm not sure the little made up or kind of just hypothetical feud between Arca and, uh, <laughs> and Kim Petras. Oh, oh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, what was is there any like legitimacy okay, to uh, it? So, like a lot of people were. <laughs> so basically, a lot of people were feeling salty that Kim Petras was like, "I'm the first transgender woman to win a Grammy." Blah blah oh, blah. Yeah, right? I heard that. People when were like, like, "A little." Not in fact, not. She's in fact not. You know. Uh so there was like this electronic musician from like the seventies, uh, one of the first trans women they ever made. And, uh, <laughs> like she, <laughs> yeah. her name was Wendy Carlos. She's actually like super influential and did like a lot of soundtracks so, for like important yeah. movies. She know? was just making, um, um, uh, a lot of like cool groundbreaking works in film and television. And, uh, you know, like she, she won a Grammy, but a lot of people were, Kind of saying, oh, Kim Petras is incorrect. Blah, blah, blah. What a harlot. And. Yeah. So that was like step one. That was yeah. like when the Grammys happened and she did her horrible little song with, uh, with old Sammy. But, uh, so like mm-hmm. recently, I forgot why, but Arca posted unprompted like a photo of wendy carlos and was like this is wendy carlos she is the first Mm -hmm. trans woman to win a grammy and this and that and like it was it felt very uh it felt very pointed you know what i mean like very much like unprompted so like what else could this even be in reference to like what is this exactly for like who's this responding to or like what is this uh, in the context of, uh, so like a lot of people were like, Ooh, is this, you know, is this her shading Kim? And a lot of people are just like, uh, no, blah, blah, blah. Like you guys are just obsessed or whatever. But then it became like a stand war where people were like posting like screenshots of Kim Petrus's Spotify listeners and, uh, and Arca's Spotify listeners. And then like, I think I showed you that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, Arca's just mad because she's a flop and she's never made a bop like him and this and that. And like, it was like kind of mm. vicious. And I was like, why are they pitting mm. the dolls against each other? Oh my god. Sophie <laughs> is spinning in her grave. Spinning, spinning. like because she's a DJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But that's a wild. Rest in peace, by um, the way. Also, it is. I mean, yes, R.I.P. It's weird that it, it's fair for Arca to mm. post what she posted. You know what I mean? Completely fair, in my opinion. Uh, I think the fans are just, you know, they're dragging this out to something that it doesn't really need to be. I'm sure Kim is, like, kind of sorrowful that she thought she was the first trans person and didn't know her LGBT history, her, her trans history, her, her, uh, which is her, unfortunate. Her herstory. There we go. Her herstory. Her legacy. Her legacy. So it does, you know, you'd think if you're going to go up there... You would like and say something like that. You would Google something really fast to see if you are. You know what I mean? Because I know if I were to win an award, even though I'm very like a mixed person, I double check: am I the am I the first <laughs> mixed person to win this award? Like this is a claim, so I got to make sure that. I mean, I would do that. Claim, Wouldn't you right? do that? If you're going to go on stage and have that be I part... I would make sure. I'm like, wait, am I? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like a very bold claim. It would have been cute for her to have recognized um, that first trans woman that won that award and be like, I'm the... Se-. You know, for those of you that don't know, I'm the second, you know, trans woman to win this award. That would have been really cute. But, you know, uh, life isn't cute sometimes. That would have been cool of her to do that too, because like, I think that's important. Wendy Carlos too. was not out when she won the awards. Yeah, I think that's so really like, important. It would have been, do. and she's also dead. So like, it would have been probably cool if like him, like, publicly corrected the record. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for Wendy. Oh, from what I remember, though, she did at least say something about Sophie. <laughs> so at least there was that. At least. Oh, I yeah, I guess Sophie is like the modern day Wendy Carlos. Honestly, she's done about the same kind of cultural uh, foundation laying. Uh, but, you know, in a way, like, not to, not to move away so quickly from this, but in a way, I do think that the death of Sophie was like the death of hyperpop. I think you're right. And, like, what we have right now is, like, trash, you know? I think so. Like, I I think that once that happened, I think, as usual, Charlie was the first one to to read the, uh, to kind of, like, see what was coming, you know? She saw the writing on the wall, Mm. and that's why she pivoted to being, like, main pop Mm, girl again. mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if... And now we have, like, what? We have Rebecca Black coming out with Letter Burn. Rebecca Black looks (laughs) so much like Charlie XCX sometimes. I need them to collab, just, like, for shits and giggles. I don't even think it would be good. I don't even like uh, Rebecca Black's, like, serious stuff at all. I hate it, actually. It's kind of just, like, Normcore Cole's music. Um, But... She's writing Charlie's Yeah, hotels. she's like... Hotels. She's very... <laughs> we have Charlie XCX at home. She's so late to the yeah. game. Yeah. 
It's like, Mom, I want Charlie XCX. We have Charlie XCX at home. And it's the new Rebecca Black yeah, album. Yeah, exactly. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> uh, but I think you're completely right. Like, that whole genre died with Sophie. Uh, there's, oh, like, boy. good, like, things that came from it, from her. And the inspiration came from... Uh, hyper pop uh as a whole but as soon as like she died it was over you know it was it's yeah. how it be it was that like her dying was like my 9-11 uh more accurately her dying was like my library of alexandria you know what i mean i think that's a more accurate description (laughs) like yeah that's a lot less awful yeah it's it's uh it's like that you know just a cultural touchstone yeah yeah cultural cultural and who knows how many how much information she had to you know how much material she had stored that we didn't get to know speaking of hidden stored uh, music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you saw that TikTok I sent sent you right about Lady Gaga and how she has like oh, she apparently go Lady on, Gaga go apparently on. has full on hidden albums that she only lets her and her friends listen to, and she has gone on record saying that she has a full on part two to art pop, and alluding and she said it's longer. Yeah, it's longer, and that there's there's other albums that she's never released that is just for like her and her friends i hate that so much of her i hate that because like what are we left to her last official release really was like fucking uh the chromatica remix album which uh, i don't know i'm so sorry it's, <laughs> I, I hate it like yeah. every remix album she's ever done she she gets her friends to remix her shit which sucks because sometimes they suck. Look, I wanted to like that so bad. I wanted to like... I was excited I for it. Because I like the songs, you know? I remember going on a about 40 to 50 minute walk just to listen to the whole album by myself. And, you know, there were moments. But I think my number one thing about... The remix album was that, of course, yes, it's a remix album with a whole bunch of different artists. But Chromatica 1, <laughs> uh, Chromatica Volume 1, uh, flowed together, had a lot, like, you know, it kind of told a story almost. And, you know, there were just like those interludes uh, that went into the main songs. And that was nice. I felt like, you know, I could visualize things happening and it just felt very, I could, it could flow one song right into the other song. But this remix album, it was just like none of that, not even a little bit of that. It was very disjointed and there were even like songs that felt like disjointed in itself. Like the song was disjointed in the song and not like a good way not in like a k-pop way where they fit like 50 songs in one song um it was just like a mess honestly it was a complete mess 
anything with I kept I, I every time I would hear it or any song from it I would always think like oh this is um <laughs> yeah it's I ooh this part I'm like oh there was like a few seconds right there there was a few seconds where I was like this is really good this is it resembles a song for like a few fleeting that's seconds that's exactly how I feel about it and then it would I just felt like so much of it was just building up it was an album that just edges you before it whisks you away to another <laughs> build up moment to me it was like <laughs> Fucking you know noise. like when you go to a dollar store and they just have like too much going on <laughs> like it's just like this place is a circus like their stock like a large dollar store where it's like not yeah it's a fucking it's like it's not even like it <sighs> and then they they have like those cages full of like product you know that they haven't stocked yeah. away yet and then they're just wrapped in like a, a black net or whatever so they don't and there's just like groceries <laughs> And plastic shit. Oh, God. Get me out of there. Get me out of there. It's claustrophobic. There's, like, things from, like, every season. Like, Christmas, Halloween. And and it doesn't look pretty. And maybe there's, like, some stuff in there that you might need. But, like, you don't even want to go in there. Because it's, like, a mess. You know? It's not an enjoyable Damn. shopping experience. And, like, you just went in for, like, a soda or yeah. something, but the line is huge. Yeah, and the patrons... And there's, like, some old lady in pajamas. Yeah, the like, patrons uh, are questionable. And the employees are questionable. And you're like, you know what? Let me just not. Let me just... Just go to, like, a Walmart, even. Because <laughs> this, this album, to me... Was like a dollar store. It gave me. It's also like. Vibes. It gave me that one drag queen that was like, I need to leave. I don't belong here. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it also kind of felt that way in that everyone who was on these tracks in this remix album, like, they were there for like two seconds. Everything was like fleeting, and and it was like, like you said, like some things were good, but then it went away, and it was very fleeting. And then like you got like the next two to three minutes of like different bad things. I think that's the <laughs> best way to describe it. I felt it. like it was just, yeah, it was like every decision was like a miss to me, and I, I think that like. It almost felt to me like she, at no point, did Gaga ever even listen to these herself. Mm, no, no, she didn't care. And then the Kim, the the uh, Dorian Electra remix was like, I was just kind of like, what? Who wants? You know this? what I felt about this? Because <laughs> I feel mm. like Chromatica had a very loose theme. Like, I think it. The, you know what the theme of Chromatica was? It had a. It had. A, it had a loose. The theme. You know what the theme of Chromatica but was? Musically, COVID. What? 
Yeah, she was literally like in a Petri dish. Yeah. It was COVID and it was like dealing with COVID and like dealing with being alone. And also it was like, you want a pop, uh, you want a pop album? Here's your fucking pop album. Here. Here. Here it is. I didn't ask for a free ride. I didn't. <laughs> um, but I think she she at least it felt clear, like it felt consistent. Like the Chromatica album, yeah, definitely. the vanilla is like it felt like it was concentrated. Yeah, she definitely know? like did work on it. It definitely was I did like it a lot. But it was only she was only gonna pay attention to that album is what I felt. She was just like, here it is. It was super difficult to make this because it was COVID times. I didn't want to make a pop album, but here it is. And fuck this remix. I'm gonna go give it to Steve, Bob, Curry, and Kyle, and they're gonna just fuck it up. <laughs> and they did. They fucked it up. <laughs> What are we going to mm-hmm. talk about next? <laughs> I blew my load on, on that Chromatica shit. Um, it's okay. Nah. It's okay. You know what I'm thinking? Um, what? I just... What are we... What do we expect from the new stars? Like, is is Doja going to come out with something else? Is Ice Spice going to last? Whom of uh, the whom's of the girlies are gonna like thrive? Uh, Ice Spice is gonna take Doja's old space, in my opinion, of like that cool, like girl, rap artist. You know what I mean? She's gonna just like slide right in there, if you ask me. She's probably more relatable. Yeah, more relatable. Uh, <laughs> more Gen Z. Um, you know. Doja Cat's time, I think Doja Cat is in that that time where she's now going to do what she wants, let's say. She doesn't have to put it on anymore. She doesn't have to do what we want. She doesn't have to show her ass, even though she could. Um, but I think that's where Doja Cat is I think she said her next album is going to be really alternative. Yeah, I, I the girlies always say that. And though. it's just kind of like <laughs> I feel like that happens a all the bit time. Alternative. It's like a pop album. It's alternative in the in the way how like there's like it's just a normal album. It's dance pop or whatever and then like there's just a guitar sample or something yeah. somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's going to be like, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my well, mind. If Some she like that. makes it really alternative, I think Doja's reign will last longer. Because when she's showing versatility. But not only that, like, alt shit is really popular right now. And the kids are hungry for it. Like, no one's really doing that in mainstream. Uh, the scene kids are back. Um they just are. I don't know how that happened. Uh, I didn't think that would happen oh, so quickly. Oh yeah, either. it was quick. You know, it's been like mm-hmm. it's been like what thirteen years or so. 
I think so. I think that was the last, the last hurrah. hurrah was 13 years ago. So they're back. Uh, all like I saw today someone dying like extensions to get like the raccoon uh, die oh. job. The Kiki, the Kiki Hannibal look. look. Yeah, exactly. So, and they're like surviving off of old media and kind of just like stuff that vaguely references scene kid stuff. And also, like, it's kind of mixing with that. <laughs> How do I describe just kind of like that ubu Xbox like bottom energy? <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, emo boy energy you know it's mixing with the emo-ness because like they're you know scene kids and emos kind of go hand in hand but those are kind of converging in this new generation because they don't really know the difference you know i think what you mean is like there's like a whole element of like pop punk skater Mm -hmm. stuff you know that used to feel so separated back then yeah Along with emos yeah. and stuff like those were very separate things in our minds, but like now they're all kind of conflated and truly like one kind mm, of thing, mm-hmm. which that happens. You know, it's just we're just seeing it happen to our shit in real time. Yeah, why, it's you know? uh, weird to see it in real time. It's weird to for it to come back and see it come back to me on my for you page on TikTok and seeing these like aesthetic things and like the little tutus <laughs> tutus and skinny jeans we're combo. gonna we're gonna get our thing eventually where like we'll be sewing out the way that like gen xers did when like ready player one came yeah. out oh yeah that's ready player one was so those uh, kinds of movies are kind of funny to me you know the ones that are just like video yeah, games. It's just cheese ball. All video games are fun. Ball, like video games. Video games is yeah. the theme, just point blank. You know what's crazy is that there's like a movie that everyone kind of hates now. Like they turned their backs on it, uh, but and it is exactly what we're saying. Oh, but I can't hate it. What's that? It's Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know I can't hate it either. Like, that is... Is that our culture, That too? is our culture. I feel like Scott Pilgrim is millennial It is culture. millennial culture. It was kind of the last time being a millennial was edgy, if you ask me. Like, uh, I think we're different cases, because we live on the fringes of millennialism, you know? Um, but your common, like, millennial... That was the last time they were, like, cool, if you ask me. Like, they got office jobs after that movie debuted. They were just like, oh, well, that's it. Gotta, gotta dye my hair black and, like, go back to work. (laughs) I know dudes that are, like, basically living that, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they are like Scott, and they're, like, 30. Yeah. And, um... I feel like, at least within the narrative of Scott Pilgrim, you know, like, um, you know what? Never mind. I don't want to defend it. Well, if you want to hate on it, I go think for it. It's one I of those situations where you're not supposed to like the main character. 
Uh, and if you relate to the main character, you're supposed to like kind of see the movie as a parable of like, you should grow up, you know? Um, I mean, basically, the movie was a coming-of-age movie, but, like, not in the... A coming-of-age movie for for mid-20s. Yeah, not in your normal sense of of coming-of-age, just, like... Coming. Coming. (laughs) Uh, You know, becoming Uh, a man, so to speak, I suppose. Yeah, age 30-something, like Scott. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember how they're supposed to be in that movie, but they definitely were. Well, he's supposed to be like twenty-two. No, yeah, but they were definitely like already in their. But I think in the book they were like in their. Yeah, in my mind or in my memory, I'm pretty sure they were all like teetering on thirty. Oh my god! In the comics, that kind of media. You know what that media was? It was almost the Mm. death of indie sleaze. It was like. Oh, indie sleep. Because, like, that movie kind of was that touchstone that kind of brought all those people together. It was that. Yeah, scumbag indie. Yeah, that loved playing on their Nintendo. (laughs) Their Super Nintendo. And, you know... Collecting records. Drinking IPAs. Uh, (laughs) You know, it was definitely giving that vibe. It definitely was giving... Indie sleaze kids that love eight eight bit shit, eight bit shit, and uh, the Silver Sun pickups, and like going to record stores. And this was like before you can just buy vinyl at Walmart. You know, I haven't seen Indie sleaze back like with the kids in full force. Let's say. With the not Gen yet. Zs, not yet. But I have seen it in things that are advertised to people in our age group and older, uh, which is kind of weird to think. But it'll come back. I don't know when, but I mean, given like the natural trajectory, it's going to happen after the scene kid wave. Um. Oh, you know, boy. that's fine. I really, once the scene kid wave is over, I just want to, we should like, it's like that one Walter White meme or whatever, where he's like screaming from behind like a glass from behind a car window. Like he's just like, is trying to say things, something desperately to someone like that's us. And we should be yelling at the Gen uh-huh. Zers going through their scene kid phase and being like, don't throw them away. <laughs> Don't, oh yeah, don't. definitely. Don't throw anything away. Don't you throw know, anything away. Don't delete the old pictures. Don't delete these. You pics. know, it's so funny. Is like they're finding like old hot topic stuff and being like, "Look at this thing that I found," and it's just like it's vintage. vintage like it's just like shit I used to have, like a studded belt. It's an Adventure Time shirt. It's, yeah, exactly. A Death Cab for Cutie shirt. Uh, those checkerboard belts with like multicolor ones or the black and white ones or it's like the red splatter on white i love that i already i know what my forever style is gonna be now it's just gonna be y2k i just love it too much like go with what your heart wants that's where my heart wants to go i have this whole outfit that makes me look like a water like a gym leader 
and uh, <gasps> Pokemon, and I'm like, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, I can't wait for you to start making your debut. Oh, with yeah. It. Yeah. You know, uh, my heart does want to go somewhere. Where? You have... Um, back to the studio so that we can edit this podcast down for like a wonderful new episode because it has been uh great talking to you it's always fun to kiki on this podcast called fierce awesome gays right do you have any uh recommendations any songs that you're listening to yes i think Yes, I think everyone should go listen to Lana Del Rey's <laughs> A&W and wait till the end when she gets to the Chimmy, 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 Cocoa Puffs, Chimmy, Chimmy, Rye. Like when she gets to that part, you know, like the weird beat kicks in. And, uh, you know, let us know what you thought of it. Uh, she's like, you know, she's in her auntie stage. Her like, you know. Mother stage. Has a Miller Lite with the boys. Yeah, she's mothering yeah, right now. Miller Lite. <laughs> doing laundry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think that's my recommendation all right, all right. Uh, my rec uh, is gonna be this song I listen to while I'm driving 90 on the highway called uh, Ride It by Lust Sick Puppy oh. she is a black uh, alternative artist uh, it, song is just like the best uh, you know, has a lot of rock influences, and uh, uh, we'll have to check it's that out. Really right intense. Okay, okay, awesome. All right, guys. Well, all right. I guess this is us signing off. Uh, I'm over here in like a big castle, you know, cheesy, cheesy uh, Transylvania castle, and uh, very vampiric, you know. I'm in a time machine on the moon. I imagined you to be in, like, the Toonami ship. Yeah, it's definitely... Well, it's a time machine and a spaceship. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I, that's very... That's very uh, Milk Chan. It, it is It is very that. I've decided... Time, that spe- time machine that's also space uh, spacecraft. It's called the Saturn Mall. The spacecraft. The Saturn... I like that. I like that. Yeah. Almost like Rebel Taxi, yeah. you know, like that's the name of the channel. But like his whole thing is like, oh, I'm it, I'm a intergalactic taxi. I pick up aliens mm. and, whatever, and that your thing Saturn. Yeah. I like, uh, you know, traveling through time <laughs> for aesthetics. It's giving. It, yeah, it's giving like a original DS, like Nintendo DS, mm-hmm. uh, like girl girl uh puzzle game collection i i love that but i wanted to give original uh what was the original vita called the, just the vita, no, the, no? The, the playstation plus no the, no 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 oh the, PSP? the psp yes the psp i want to give yeah, PSP yeah. vibes yeah all right james this is the end of second episode bye guys that's it That's her. We all know her. We all love her. The The end. end.